Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi, this is Jordan Moreno, and this is The Valley Now, your weekly feel-good hour where we lift each other up with the stories of good people doing good things in your neighborhood. Every week, we'll be talking with community leaders who have a unique passion for our thriving city and those that make the Valley such a special place to live. Get ready to be inspired by the work they're doing, whether it's mentoring our youth, providing a platform for those without one, or just driving those worthy charitable causes. Listen in on the conversations and join us in raising our community. This is our time to shine, and this is The Valley Now. This is The Valley Now. I'm your host, Jordan Moreno, and another beautiful day in the desert. Happy to be on your airwaves and happy to be here with you, Annie Landers, VP of Strategic Impact for Junior Achievement of Arizona, an organization that's been in Arizona for 65 years, which that alone is a long time, but across the U.S. for 105 so, Annie, good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's exciting to talk about and something that I think is a need and a clear need kind of across the United States. Work readiness, getting children as young as kindergarten yep. kind of up and ready for some of these skills that they're missing out on in the classroom. So you're working with K through 12. Tell me a little bit about Junior Achievements programs and how did it come to be? I know 100 years ago is a long time, but how did it come to be? So Junior Achievements exists to prepare students to succeed and work in life. We give them the skills to be able to manage their money, succeed in their future careers, and to think entrepreneurially. It was born, like you said, 105 years ago on the East Coast, where people from the business community, very successful members of the business community, kind of came in and mentored young students in high school at the time to launch companies. And over the years and over the decades, that originally started as an after-school program where these students were getting all the skills they need to be able to launch their own businesses. And then it transitioned into the classroom at the high school level cascaded down because those lessons and those learnings are relevant as early as the five-year-old age like you said in kindergarten and really it's it's been born to help kids start to get an idea of what their future might be like the skills they need to succeed and then also that connectivity right what they're learning in the classroom making it relevant to what they're going to experience in the real world and suddenly learning becomes fun and more engaging and meaningful for them and like you said more meaningful so Mm -hmm. these Kids, not everybody loves school. Not everybody loves to be in the classroom. (laughs) Sure. But if you can connect with them on a level that is something that they see themselves doing in the future, Mm -hmm. like, 
those sparks, I'm sure, just just start flying. What are some of the programs that you have now? Yeah, that's something that I truly think about every day of the work that we do is that if we can just help open that door, help them imagine what's possible, help broaden their horizons from what they might be, the community they might be growing up in, the neighborhood, the adults that they're around, that's their limited worldview right then, right? That's their worldview of what's possible for them. Mm-hmm. Through these skills and through these programs, we're helping them see that there might be other possibilities out there for them. And we hear from teachers every day that our programs are helping that engagement, helping them, you know, kind of have that aha moment in the classroom. So we have programs that range, again, at the kindergarten level. We're teaching them things like needs versus wants. We're having conversations. We hold up things like a chocolate bar and a water bottle, and they have to say which one's the need and which one's the want. Then it continues to evolve so that we're having conversations about business and about the community. We talk about things like the importance of taxes and and what services come as a result of that and what it means to be a voting member of society and things. And then as it grows into the middle school and high school levels, it's a little bit more about taking kind of some of that theoretical and making it more practical for them. So we're the giving, putting them through programs like JA Finance Park. We're actually giving them a scenario about what their future career might be and how much money they might make. And then they have to make their family budget based on that. Then we have programs like JA Inspire, which goes back to that career readiness that you mentioned. We're connecting them to real Arizona employers. We're talking about real jobs and real things that are happening right here in our own backyard. And we're helping kids align their interests and their skills to those employers and kind of almost starting that pathway for them of how they get into a role like that in a couple of years. I remember going to junior achievement programs when I was a kid. And yeah. I'm sure it has vastly changed since 20, 30 years ago. And the children have changed. You know, this wave it's of true. children is totally different, you know, technology-wise and opportunity-wise. It's a completely different landscape than than it was, you know, back in my junior achievement day. Sure. Uh, how have you evolved as kids have evolved and opportunities have evolved? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, let me ask this: Did you go to BizTown? I did go to BizTown. Okay, I was in so, Denver, but I went to BizTown. Okay, okay. So BizTown's another one of those programs that I meet people every day. So I'm adding you to that list. We meet yes. people every day who <laughs> experience J BizTown. They experience what it's like to be the adults for the day. Mm-hmm. They learned a whole bunch of lessons about managing money and business and being an employee. And then they put it to work when they come to our student-sized town, right? right? So the fundamental of that program has not changed in 20 years. It's still the same concept where they're learning all those lessons before they come. And then that's kind of their capstone experience where they put it all into practice, right? And at the same time, like you said, kids are different today. So all of the businesses that are represented in BizTown, all of the types of roles that they're having in there are going to be very different than the roles that you would have had. There's probably going to be more technology involved, Mm -hmm. as you can imagine. There's more eye-opening experiences about the types of tech jobs or the types of healthcare jobs. It's not just about being a doctor or a nurse. What are all the different types of jobs that are involved? It's not just insurance. There's also big data behind insurance and being a data analyst or using that to understand trends. I could go on and on. So I think that that's where junior achievement really succeeds is not just that our programs are evergreen Mm -hmm. and they're true at any age, at any time in history, but the fact that we evolve with the economy and the world as it is. So that's why we're still relevant today. We're completely different in the way we're running programs after the pandemic and yet still the same core fundamental importance of what we're delivering. Right. And what's funny is you sparked me to remember 
that I was not chosen to be, this is sixth grade Jordan. Oh, no. <laughs> I was not chosen to be part of the broadcast uh, profession. Okay. And I remember being really upset about that. I was put in something that was, I don't, at the time, I thought was very boring. But look at me, broadcasting. <laughs> every every day. <laughs> every day I meet people who say, I got my idea of my future career from something I experienced in there. So, fun fact, our broadcasting is the number one most sought after job and J.A. Biz sounds still to this still? day. <laughs> so you'll have to check it out at some point. These kids who are doing on-air interviews and ad spots and things like that, they love it, right? right. Are they all going to go on to be on air? Probably not, but could they see how that funnels into other areas of public speaking or leadership or things like that? Absolutely. So, And sometimes just knowing what you don't like is equally important. 100%, right? As knowing what you do like. Yeah, so yeah. There's a lot that, how else would they get that exposure? Yeah, or kids go in there and they're get they get put in a job say as a restaurant manager absolutely a reputable and respectable job and absolutely make the living that they might want for their family Mm -hmm. and they look down the line and they see their friend who is the ceo of a different company and and i've truly heard them say i could do that i could probably do that better and i love that opportunity because it helps them see not just one but two opportunities and pathways as they continue on in their education Mm mm-hmm and so you are heavily relying upon partners. How do you come to be? How do those partnerships come to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and and the different biz towns, how do those kind of come together? Heavily reliant is an understatement. <laughs> we are almost exclusively dependent on philanthropy. And so that's generous individuals from the community who are perhaps becoming part of our summit society or taking advantage of the charitable tax credit. That's generous partners and foundations like many, many corporate partners or even and festival charities. There are lots of partners who look and see what we do and see the value that it brings. And so it's fairly easy. You, The easiest, simplest way is just to log on at jaaz.org and check out under the Get Involved section some of the ways. We have a team, so just picking up the phone and calling or emailing. We have a team who is experts at being able to say, what are your needs? What are your passions and what are your wants? And where does that fit into not just JA's mission, but impacting the future of Arizona? And who Who does this work help? Who is the community that we're helping? Why is it so important? in Arizona. We're changing the trajectory for children. We served 110,000 students last year. We're on track to serve 150,000 students in the state of Arizona. Primarily low-income students, primarily diverse students, and we say that we're on a mission right now to reach the students who need us the most. And who does that benefit? I mean, is it fair to say it benefits everyone, right? I mean, it's our entire community will be better because we have 150,000 kids who are better prepared to navigate their futures and their their future success. They're going to go on and start businesses. Many of ours have hundreds and hundreds of employees after they've started businesses. So think about all of those families directly and indirectly who benefit from this education at this age. Do you have stories? I'm sure there's tons of them that happen every day, but is there a story that stands out for you when you saw that aha moment, like for that to really click in with a kid that did you follow them later? Do you have any of those kind of tie back stories and how it really impacted them, changed their lives. And they said, I'm going into XYZ. I'm going to be Mm -hmm. a CEO because of 
of junior achievement and their experiences? I could tell you so many. I'll give you a couple quick nuggets. One that I think that I'm always encouraged by is during the pandemic, I had the opportunity to interview Todd Laporte, who's the CEO of Honor Health. He actually went through junior achievement as a student in Tucson years and years ago. And we had conversations during those early days about all the skills and the ways that he was prepared for leadership. As I'm looking at a man who's running a hospital system through the height of one of arguably probably the most intense time that they've ever had in their in healthcare history, at least in our lifetime. And I'm looking at him thinking that without junior achievement, he is saying that he wouldn't have been as prepared. And then I get to hear sweet stories as a little anecdote of, you know, young women, little little 10 and 11 year olds who are in there who are suddenly realizing that maybe they have limited themselves and there's or they're saying things like, oh, I understand why my mom works so hard now. Or Mm -hmm. they're saying things like I said earlier, you know, they didn't see themselves as CEO. And why not? Because they know how well they can do under pressure. They know how much they can take on their capacity. So I'm always blown away by those. And then one of the ones that I think always tugs at my heart is is a story of a young gentleman who went through finance park with us as a seventh grader and he went home to a single mom and he taught her all that he learned about budgeting and she wrote us a letter later after the fact and talked about the fact that she wasn't able to make ends meet beforehand was always running late on her bills and that through the lessons that he brought home to her as a seventh grader she was actually able to have some leftover money and gave that to him as his allowance for the first time in his life and i just think about again He was our student and his mom and their future generations are forever changed because of that experience. Yes, generational. Mm -hmm. Huge impact and and Mm -hmm. daily. And I'm sure there's so many more stories that... Maybe they didn't even tell you about it, but these families that are so impacted. Every day. I mean, we we saw students through, obviously, the Zoom world. We saw students who had siblings on their laps listening while they were participating in our program virtually. We know that there were families who were disproportionately affected through all of the changes that we've had in our world. And those are the students who are going to have their world forever changed, their perspective forever changed, their hope, their belief in their own future potential. And I just think I imagine what that's going to be like. And as a mom of two little boys who I hope that they have that same kind of experience, I just think that junior achievement truly is going to make Arizona a better Arizona for the long term and all of those lives on an individual basis too. Absolutely. What did that look like for you when everything did kind of go virtual? Were you able to turn over those programs pretty quickly? Mm -hmm. I'm so incredibly proud of our team. It's one of those silver linings in spite of everything that happened. The day that schools were closed, literally our program shut down because all of our programs had been delivered in classrooms through schools for the last 60 some years. Mm -hmm. They shut down. So literally over Overnight, we converted all of our programming and we did a really deep audit of what was going on in the community right then and there in education and where was the greatest need for us. So we actually developed some of our fastest growing and I would say um, priority programs now. JA Inspire mentioned earlier was born in the pandemic as a virtual as a, a way to meet virtual needs. And now it's on track to serve 75,000 students this year, middle and high school across the state. Now we're reaching kids in rural communities. We're reaching kids in communities that couldn't previously bus to J.A. BizTown or things like that. We're able to reach them wherever and however they're learning today. And so we are a different organization in many, many ways and fundamentally still the same with the same core mission. 
What else is coming up for you? So we're expanding many of our programs. Right now, we're actually looking at developing that JA BizTown program we talked about where students are running the town. We're actually creating a version where that's a combination of that and some of the personal finance that we will bring directly to the rural communities so that busing is not an issue, that they don't have to miss out on some of these opportunities. We're expanding that JA Inspire programming. We are also launching a, this is a a little bit of a teaser, but we're going to be launching a new instructional model so not just a program but a new way of doing school called 3DE where everything we do with students freshmen through senior year in high school is tied back to real life business projects that they are working on right now with companies in our community and nationally and everything they're learning from a core learning from math ELA, science, whatever that looks like, all ties back to these real-life business projects. So it's taking that connectivity even one step further. And think about Mm -hmm. it. They're going to actually graduate almost with a resume of of almost internships they've worked on during their entire high school. Super cool. And Mm -hmm. the relationships. Because right now, I think more than ever, it is so important. Those relationships are almost more important than what your Mm -hmm. resume looks like and who Mm -hmm. you can learn from those mentors. Do you see a lot of that come out of it too? Yeah, so that social capital in Mm -hmm. so many ways. I mean, it might be through just exposure to some of these businesses. So it might be whether they're in BizTown and getting connected to some of the businesses or it's through J-Inspire. They're connecting to hundreds, if not thousands of businesses and employees in those companies. But it's also helping them build those skills to be able to have that social capital, to be able to have those conversations, to feel comfortable picking up a phone. This generation... They don't even know. They can't even imagine what it's like. But knowing how to pick up a phone, knowing how to craft an email or a communication, knowing how to be able to talk in an authentic and professional way, but not in a way that comes across robotic or mm-hmm. um, overly formulated, you know? Right. So there's so many skills we're giving them that are transferable, that our critical thinking is so, so important, arguably more important than many, many of the skills that they would need in their careers. Mm-hmm. We're giving them all those skills that are going to make them successful regardless of where they go and confident to be able to build those relationships and succeed in that future reality. Yeah. And that's so impressive too for anyone in business. I feel like if a child or even a high schooler kind of has that confidence in themselves and the Mm -hmm. humble confidence Mm -hmm. in themselves to come up to shake their hand, you know, so much of that skill is lost. I feel like in this next generation too, to Mm -hmm. shake a hand, to introduce themselves, to say, you know, to come forward and say, I'd love to be in your shoes one day can I take you to a cup of coffee or something like that? Sure. Kind of having that is so impressive as an adult when you see kids that can do that. Yeah. I feel like so much of that is also rooted in some of that socio-emotional learning that's happening. And we hear about that a lot with education right now, Mm -hmm. that the pandemic has caused huge, huge disparities in that. And by no means is Junior Achievement a a mental health organization. And that is, we're going to leave that to the professionals. What I do absolutely believe, though, and and the data supports is that we're helping with some of that socio-emotional learning, that being able to build empathy and critical thinking and um, resourcefulness. We're building all of those skills so that that I think are paramount to confidence. If you have the ability and the skills in that, then you can be confident, right? right? You have something to fall back on and say, okay, I know I can do this. This is new. This is maybe makes me a little bit nervous, maybe a little fearful, but I already know that I have the skills to do it and I can think about this in a way that's rational and productive. And so um, 
so I feel pretty good about that at night when I go to bed I yeah. think you know what hey we're we're playing a role in that space too to help them imagine what's possible and then giving them the skills to step into that possibility mm-hmm. do you have a tie-in why junior achievement for you have you did you go through the program? No, What's your no, <laughs> that's a good question. So when I, prior to working with Junior Achievement, I worked for a community development organization that served in Africa and the Caribbean. And I got to see firsthand in many, many places what it looks like to build a community from the bottom up mm-hmm. to help empower people so that they believe in themselves and they are able to launch and, and um, kind of use that to better their community as a whole. And I got to a place where I was ready to bring some of that understanding and that knowledge to make an impact here in our community and junior achievement is doing just that with kids when we're empowering kids to be able to see what's possible for them i truly believe that our community already is better because of junior achievement kids like you long you know long ago (laughs) and it's going to continue to get better and better and better and these kids are going to solve problems they're going to bring in cures they're going to do all types of things to Mm -hmm. make us better and we're all going to benefit from from it so as young as kindergarten, that's what I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Did your mm-hmm. boys go through the program? They haven't yet, and sincerely, I actually talk to their principal all the time. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> me again. <laughs> because, hey, the thing is, is that what if we served every student in Arizona, right? right. So right now we're serving 150,000. So incredibly proud of that number, mm-hmm. and that means there's almost a million every year that are not getting JA programs. Mm-hmm. That number... I'm not okay with that number. (laughs) I want that number to get smaller and smaller every year because I can see that those students that graduate from or have participated in junior achievement go on to graduate at a higher percentage. They're making more money. They're more satisfied in their careers. Mm -hmm. They're starting businesses. They're entrepreneurial. They're owning houses earlier. They're saving for retirement or all these things. I mean, the list goes on and on. And imagine if we brought that to all 1.1 million Arizona students and what our community would look like. I'm not saying it's a silver bullet. It's not going to fix everything, (laughs) but it's going to help get us a whole lot further down the road. It is. Even the confidence factor of, yeah, I can do that. I can be a CEO. Absolutely. More More doctors, more nurses, more CEOs, more curers and people that are coming up with new and innovative ideas of of doing things. Yeah, we had a student, so we do an 18 under 18 awards every year for students in Arizona to help represent the potential and the amazingness of Arizona youth, right? We had a student a couple years ago, oh, last year, he did a lot in developing medical devices for cancer detection and things like that. Keep in mind, he is a teenager in an Arizona high school already (laughs) doing that. And what I thought was so endearing and so indicative of his youth was the fact that he also created a robot to help fold his laundry and make his bed so that he didn't have to do that anymore. (laughs) But I just think about that spirit is there in these kids. And Mm -hmm. if we just help them unlock that potential just a little bit, and help them believe it's possible for them, where are they going to go? We have no idea, yeah. but we know we're going to be better for it. Yeah, whether it's a robot that folds yep. clothes or cancer detection. <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> all of them are needed. And how are children selected for the, the 18 under 18? So we have a nomination that's actually open now. Oh, good. If you visit jaz.org, you can find the nomination there or 18under18.org. So that is for any student that does currently go to school in Arizona or graduated within the last year 
from Arizona. There's a very brief nomination on there, but we're really looking for students who demonstrate leadership, who demonstrate community service, who may have some some kind of intangible. What is that thing that makes them stand out differently? Mm-hmm. Who have an entrepreneurial spirit, and we just want to represent the 18 that show what's possible across the state of Arizona, statewide, corner to corner. It's open to any student in Arizona, and we've had students as young as 11 who are part of that 18 cohort. Love it. And are you volunteer driven? How, let's say someone's listening and they want to get involved, this need or this gap is so clear, they want to help fill that and help the next generation. How can someone get involved with you? We need more than 6,000 volunteers every year. So not just one, not just a couple. If somebody is listening and it's just a little (laughs) bit peaked, we need you. Rest assured, we spend a lot of time finding the likes of volunteers in our community. We need people who can bring that real world experience. And that's the magic between behind most of our programs is we're not just teaching them these programs at first grade or fifth grade or whatever, eighth grade. We are actually bringing volunteers who deliver that program for us directly to the students and say, when I was your age, or here's what that experience was like for me. They talk about credit cards and personal finance. When I teach it, I stand up and tell them. When I was a freshman in college, I didn't know better. Mm -hmm. I took out $1,000 on my credit card within my first semester. It took me a long time to figure out how to pay that off. And we don't want that for them. So they get to hear that, that actual personal experience. They get to see people who look like them, who come from backgrounds like them. And that's part of that belief that, oh, if they've done it, if they can do that, then that could be possible for me as well. So volunteers are the magic, and we need we need more than 6,000 a year. Again, visit our website, jaaz.org. There's a volunteer button on uh, tab on there. has lots of different things. And rest assured, you put your name in there, you'll hear from us. We need you. <laughs> you will hear from you. Yes, yes. <laughs> what are some of those other opportunities other than the storytelling what sort of hands-on volunteerism do you have so we have our in-classroom programming that you mentioned where we give you the program we give you all the materials we send you into a classroom you deliver five to seven lessons and you impart some of those personal nuggets there's that form we also need volunteers in our JA biz town and JA finance park program every year almost every single day of the school year we need at least 20 if not 40 plus volunteers in there who are really just kind of helping the students stay on task there's honestly not much skill required in it in the sense of we train you that morning of an hour before you come in you help stay on task you help them kind of see some of those aha moments or if they are really really sideways in what they're doing you just help kind of redirect them a little bit Mm -hmm. we also have lots of volunteer needs for some of our special events that we host throughout the year some are student facing some maybe more fundraising facing lots of golf if you like golf we have lots of opportunities to volunteer there it's not a bad thing to do yep yep and then we also have volunteers or opportunities for things like our 18 under 18 awards reviewing nominations or interviewing stuff in the in the office we have lots of opportunities to connect with the staff and help advanced programs like JA Inspire. We want hundreds of businesses represented on that platform Mm -hmm. and we're a small team. So if anybody has connections and says, I know a small business or a large business that should be on there, make that connection for us. That's an easy way to volunteer is help kind of knock on the doors that you know that we may not be connected to. Right. And you make a good point with those small businesses Mm -hmm. because I think maybe a child could look at a large scale business, a national business and and that could seem super intimidating, but oh, yeah. something, a coffee shop down the street, if they're like, oh, I could I could open a coffee shop down the street, mm-hmm. so could they. Those small businesses, I think it would be absolutely important to, to have represented. 
and we want them to see that spectrum. We want them to see there's the big, huge national names that they're gonna that they may have seen in the community and don't know what they do. We also have real estate agents who have their own brokerage, and they want students to be able to see that as a viable future for them. And so it's that whole spectrum of uh, being an entrepreneur, or your own boss, doing your own thing. May or may never have any employees. All the way to working for a worldwide organization with tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of employees. Awesome. Love it. And you mentioned special events. Do you want to Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about the events coming up in 2023 or or where we could purchase tickets and be supportive in that way? Yeah. Some of our most uh, soonest upcoming ones are that 18 Under 18 Awards that I mentioned that's happening in April. We also have another really fun event called JA Bottles for BizTown where we basically, (laughs) it's so much fun, even if uh, I myself don't drink very much at all if at all but it's still one of my favorite events of the mm-hmm. year where there's tons of food tons of um, non-alcoholic beverages and we just have we basically open up BizTown huge carnival like games and uh, dart poker and oversized Plinko and things like that and people just have come have fun for the night for a good cause we also have our 401k race for financial fitness mm-hmm. that takes place and um, <laughs> I'm loving all these names by I- the way <laughs> Well, that's that's J for you. We have fun names for everything, but it's a <laughs> it's a race, a five k. Well, it's a four point oh one k race. Um, Makes sense. But you can bring your family. There's lots of family filled. It could be a walk, or it could be. We have lots of running groups who come to it as a very casual, you know, opportunity to get together. So those are some of our most recent ones. And then we also have a couple, as I mentioned, a couple golf tournaments. Some one that is called Golfers Dream Day, and it's exactly what the title says. <laughs> it's basically a fun huge party on the course all day that's in May and then we have many others later in the the later half of 23 and where is the golf tournament located that one is at McCormick Ranch okay. the golfers dream day in May it's at McCormick Ranch and it's um, basically all you can golf all day and then a party in the middle of the course it's a you know it's a homage to the biggest party on the golf course coming up here later <laughs> a month-ish from now so um, so that's a really fun event too amazing yeah well, where can we find you I know you mentioned the um, the website. Mm-hmm. What are your social handles? Can we follow along there? Kind of stay up to date. Yeah, on, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are at JA Arizona. We're also on LinkedIn, so if you're more business mindset, you can mm-hmm. come and connect to some of that on there. And then lots and lots and lots of information is on the website. I would um, make the case that you could find anything you're looking for there about JA. And we need thousands of people every year to get involved with us from a financial support, from a volunteerism, from a making introductions and connecting with our students. If you're listening, and like I said, if your interest is peaked, we need you. So we have a place for you. Absolutely. You heard her. You heard her. <laughs> Let's do what Annie says. Volunteerism. Absolute need. I'll sign myself up, too. Oh, I'm counting you in. There you go. Annie, thank you so much. Real world perspective, giving these kiddos a chance to learn about business, money, economics, and world readiness. As young as kindergarten, mm-hmm. Annie, great work. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. I want to give a very special thank you to my guests today. And I want to thank you for being a part of the program and making our community an amazing place, not just to live and to work, but most importantly, to play. You can hear The Valley now on the radio with audio on demand on radio station websites and the Odyssey app. My name is Jordan Moreno. Shine your light, share your love, and join us again next week right here on The Valley Now. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.